Voice of St. Louis original podcast. We've got the very latest on your money and also your vote as we cover what's been happening across the region in the St. Louis All Local. Today is Thursday, January 4th. I'm Michael Calhoun, our top local story. This just in. St. Louis should phase out its 1% earnings tax. That's the finding of a State House special committee. Jim Murphy, the state representative from South St. Louis County, says the tax is a detriment to the city, forcing them to compete with the county and other surrounding cities. The city has been losing uh, population at an alarming rate. Uh, over the last uh, 15 years, they've lost like uh, 500,000 people. Murphy said the tax represents 60% of the city's budget, four times what a normal percentage would be. The report suggests the city begin the process of phasing out the tax by first exempting low-income workers. Sean Malone, KMOX News. There's a new president of the St. Louis branch of the Federal Reserve Bank, which sets the country's monetary policy, including interest rates. Alberto Mussolem officially steps into the role April 2nd. You have to understand that it's important for St. Louis to have the Fed in our community, and that does give us a standing uh, in the broader financial system in the United States. Stiefel, Director of Investments, Eric Robert. Now, the new Fed president has some big shoes to fill, so hopefully he'll be able to use those to advocate for the St. Louis region as well as sound monetary policy. Mussolini's experience is in both private investment firms and working on public monetary policy. His predecessor, James Bullard, was a proponent of aggressively raising interest rates to stem inflation. There's a challenge to Donald Trump's eligibility to get on the ballot in Illinois now. Chicago attorney Matthew Pierce is leading a group that includes a Fairview Heights plaintiff asking the State Board of Elections to block Trump from appearing on the March 19th primary ballot. It is our hope and expectation that this will be resolved uh, well in advance of the uh, the presidential preference election, which most people refer to as the primary. KMOX asked what happens if this isn't resolved by then. Pierce says elections are state-run and Illinois could decide to move theirs back. The argument is that Trump encouraged rioters on January 6th, which Pierce says disqualifies him under the 14th Amendment. This is Megan Lynch. The Illinois State Board of Elections is expected to hear the challenge to Donald Trump's candidacy by the end of the month. A spokesman for the board says a hearing officer will be assigned to the case. There will be hearings with the Trump campaign and with the group filing the objection, free speech for the people. Then the hearing officer and legal counsel for the elections board will both make recommendations. The board is made up of four Democrats and four Republicans. Five votes are required to approve the objection to Trump appearing on the ballot. If it's a tie vote, the objection would fail. Parties could then take the issue to court. Coming soon to a baseball stadium near you. Today at Bush Stadium, Joe Buck was on hand to make a big concert announcement. Weird Al will be here in the <laughs> early fall of the summer. Talking about Weird Al Roboski. I knew, I knew only a few people would get it. The actual announcement is that Billy Joel and Sting will take the stage at Bush Stadium on September 27th. Just had the good fortune of seeing Billy Joel at MSG. That he's coming here is exciting enough and that Sting joins him, one of my all-time favorite artists. Tickets go on sale next Friday the 12th at Bush Stadium, Matt Pauley, KMOX News. Catholic students and clergy from all over the country and world are visiting St. Louis this week to attend the conference, Seek 24. Explore St. Louis's VP of Communications, Kat Neville, says it presents St. Louis with a major opportunity. They're flying in from very far-reaching areas, and so it's an opportunity 
for St. Louis to put its best foot forward and um, get people talking about what an incredible city it is. There are about 20,000 attendees for the conference, and Neville says the estimated economic impact is $20 million. Crime is up in St. Charles County. County Executive Steve Elman was asked on KMOX if he believes it's people coming from St. Louis City committing these crimes. And traditionally in our jail, uh, about half the people in our jail were actually from St. Charles County. Um, more recently, it's only a third. So, yes, to the extent that crime is increasing, a portion of that is certainly uh, people who don't live here. Elman hopes numbers showing crime is down in the city are true. On the plus side, he says he thinks Circuit Attorney Gabe Gore is doing a good job and says in St. Charles County they are catching and prosecuting car thieves. Francis House schools are opening their doors so taxpayers can see behind the scenes. About 30 people are participating in the Citizens in Our Schools program. They include parents and grandparents, but also taxpayers without kids in the district, business owners, a fire chief, members of political action committees. Jennifer Jalls is the district chief communications officer. And it's designed to be an immersive, hands-on program. And so participants come in one day a month for a full day of learning. And it takes place in the classroom, the school bus, the cafeteria, the finance office. The first class of citizens will graduate in May. Scott Jagal, KMOX News. As we continue on KMOX, the Missouri House Special Committee on the Earnings Tax says it has determined that St. Louis City should phase out its earnings tax, beginning with exempting lower-income St. Louisans. KMOX's Sean Malone spoke with the head of the committee, Representative Jim Murphy. Speaking now with State Representative Jim Murphy, and if you can, can you give us the general findings of your report? Yeah, the earnings tax we found is is really a regressive tax for the city. What it does is it... uh, they have to compete now with the county and surrounding uh, uh, municipalities that don't have this tax. The uh, The city has been losing uh, population at an alarming rate. Uh, over the last uh, 15 years, they've lost like uh, 500,000 people. They're losing businesses left and right. So the, the earnings tax is a detriment to the growth of the city. And, and from a state's point of view, uh, St. Louis is a, an economic engine, and we need to make sure that we do everything to, to help that city grow. Uh, we, we looked at uh, both Kansas City and, and St. Louis. Uh, we found that uh, St. Louis was uh, pretty much uh, against us looking at e- even looking at any alternatives to it. Uh, Kansas City, on the other hand, seemed to be very uh, open to the idea that it's, it's, it's not the tax that's important, it's the revenue that's important. And we believe that's t- true. Uh, we just think that there are ways. There should be. We should look for ways uh, to replace the the uh, uh, income that goes to the city from an earnings tax, which which pushes business and and uh, residents out to some other form of uh, taxation that would uh, cover cover the needs of the community, but but not be a detriment to the community. Uh, so a number of uh, proposals were, were put forth on the, in, in the committee. Uh, we reported all of those to the speaker. Uh, it, it's really it was the whole idea was to open up the conversation to, to, to explore other ways of doing it, to grow the city in such a way that that income isn't as important as it used to be. Right now it's very important because the city's shrinking. It's now 60% of the, the city's budget. And uh, historically, throughout the country, earnings taxes 
are, are more in the 15% range. So the city's very, very dependent upon that earnings tax, but it's a shrinking uh, sum because businesses and, and uh, population is leaving. Did your findings suggest that the earnings tax discouraged people from moving to St. Louis or encouraged them to move out of St. Louis? It does both, from, from what we, we, uh, we heard in our committee hearings. Uh, you know, we've, we heard from, uh, from individuals who, who left the city. We heard of uh, businesses that left the city because of the earnings tax. Uh, and and we, we certainly, uh, you know, heard uh, uh, stories about uh, companies that looked at uh, moving to the city and, and found places in the suburbs that, uh, you know, were, were, were less, uh, uh, less tax burden upon their, their employees because the employees didn't want to move to the city. Mayor Deshara Jones has said that those who want to repeal the earnings tax should suggest a plan to replace it. Do you have a plan to replace it? Well, there was a number of, uh, of uh, ideas put forth. None of them are, are I would say, uh, fully ripened at this point. But what we, we found with, uh, with the St. Louis uh, uh, administration, so to speak, that they were very, very uh, uh combative they they had no idea of of cooperating in, in any studies uh totally opposite of uh, Kansas City who was open to any ideas uh was was certainly more pro, uh, progressive in their thinking that you know they look at their uh their uh tax base and and are always looking for ways to improve it the city was basically saying this is our way of doing it stay out of our city and uh, frankly we you know they need to to uh uh, have partners in, in growth because right now they're not growing. I know that in your report suggestion, the earnings tax should be phased out entirely. And until that point, it should be indexed to exempt low-income taxpayers. Could there be a middle ground potentially where lower and middle-income earners are exempt from that 1% earnings tax and only those who earn the highest amounts pay it? Uh, we, we, we certainly thought that the indexing was something that was important and something that should be done soon. Uh, you know, the, the tax is most uh, damaging to the lower-income people within the city, and the city has, has a, a large number of low-income. Uh, I would say that the, com- the commuters that, that come in would, be, uh, would not, not fall into that category, and that's the majority of their income at this point. But we thought, in all fairness, that a, an indexing to and in reducing uh, the burden on the low-income uh, earners in the city would be something that uh, we should look at and, and uh, do more on the short term rather than the long term. On the long term, it's it's a much more uh, complicated uh, uh, situation. Really, the way to do away with that income tax or that 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 earnings tax is to grow the city to the point where it's got enough income coming in from other sources where it's no longer necessary. Representative Jim Murphy, thank you very much for your time. Thank you. And we just got this statement again from uh, City Hall from the mayor's office, uh, which says the St. Louis City earnings tax is a critical source of revenue that ensures the essential functions of local government can continue to operate. Any legislative proposals to scale back or eliminate the local earnings tax without proposals to replace this revenue are proposals to gut fire and police services, street maintenance and upgrades, parks, the courts, the circuit attorney's office, and much more. You can subscribe and get up to date automatically and on your schedule by searching for St. Louis All Local on your favorite podcast app.